look at me The ice on the wrist and security I need some security The liquor the only thing curing me Top seats with the currency They sleep on me, that's the seniority Deal with it morally Ingesting the pills cause we taking them orally Not thinking twice what could happen so horribly What's up everybody, it's your boy Jonathan D'Angelo A.K.A. Johnny D And you are tuned in to another Blur View session And tonight we have on the show with us Apex Legends actress OVA Gali Aku <laughs> What's up? <laughs> we are in the building. We are in the building. How you doing tonight? How you doing tonight? I'm amazing and honored and excited. So yeah. The pleasure is ours. And it's Nainer's joining us tonight for the first time in a while. Yes. In the it's building. In the building. Co-host in the building. So let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Nainers, you got some questions. And we are going to get some answers from this phenomenal actress. Let's get down to it. Let's do it. I'm saving the one from Apex fans for last. So uh, just for introduction purposes, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, let's reiterate my name because you have to hear it 500 times to get it right. <laughs> but uh, my name is Obegeliako Anastiawu. I am, I was born in Germany. I'm Nigerian, born in Germany, lived in Nigeria, London, and Paris. From Philly, before I got to LA. So I'm super worldly, all over the place, um, but love it. I've modeled, acted. I kind of try, I say I'm a muse because it encompasses all the things that I do versus saying one thing and then another and then another. And people are like, okay, really? You're all that? So I'm a creative muse, but I dabble in all, all walks of life of creativity. And um, yeah, I'm just, you know, happy, bubbly, philanthropic, excited, blurred. So <laughs> as is everyone on our page. <laughs> oh, no. Blurred you. <laughs> all right. I'm a blurred. <laughs> what is something you always wanted to do or did that? Modeling, was it something you always wanted to do or did the passion for modeling happen later in your life? So I always wanted to model. I, my mom asked me one day, she was like, when did you want to model and when, when was this idea and what's going on? And I'm like, you've been taking pictures of me since I was a kid. My brothers have two to three albums. I have like four to five albums. She should dress me up and my grandmother's clothing or any pretty outfits. And so I've been modeling since I was a baby. But I graduated, well, I was in an L.A. program in Temple University from Philly. Go Philly. And uh, I just wanted to stay with the TV network, but they closed down. Style Network. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, they had like a clean house and all those uh, awesome shows. But they closed down. And after that, I was like, well, what am I going to do? But then I got scouted from, by Auto Models and just kept going from there. I loved it. I was taken under a wing by a makeup artist who showed me the ropes a little and then went on my own way to do things and uh, kept flourishing, kept trying to find my own little way, my own niche, and um, finally came to the shaved head in uh, 2015. And now I, now I am who I am. 
let, let's talk about that for a second. So what? I'm not saying you look amazing, actually. I, I, I love it. She does. It's like yeah. the perfect head. Yes. My like mom the, never dropped me. That's what happened. Uh, oh, hey. Well, not all of us was able to capitalize on it. Anyway, I'm not, you know, enough about me. But no, like, what made you want to shave your head? You know, that's a, that, I feel like, I feel like maybe not now in 2019, yeah. but I don't know. I feel like that may be like a bold move. I know they say women change their hair with their you know, with their attitude and how they feel, but what made you feel like you should have changed? You should shave your head. No, it totally 2015 when I shaved my head, it was a thing. And so when I came to this country, I had a lot of hair and I was doing uh, modeling for Palmage, Dallas, soon African American hair shows, super thick pulling. Is this your hair kind of hair? Wow. And then I went to doing all the different hairstyles that they were putting me in in the shows and such. And then I went like a, like a um, Grace Jones, kind of beautiful, I, I have to send you guys a picture, but it's like a little uh, Afro style. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know what? I want to shake it up. I want to do something more distinctive and I want to kind of stop doing my hair. <laughs> so I was like, what else? Let me shave half my head so I don't have to do half of my head. I know, I was like, wait, that's all? But everyone was doing the Mohawk during that time period. And I said, what about if I shave my whole head? What am I going to look like? Only when I got to, like, the last strip near my ear did I tell the barber, oh, my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to look like. He's like, well, it's too late now. So <laughs> he just, but I was like, you can wear wigs and you can grow back. And honestly, I didn't um, start rocking it for a little bit. I was, I was very, I was a little self-conscious when I first did it because nobody was doing it. And um, I was, I wasn't owning it yet. But I wanted to shake it up. I wanted to distinctively look like the job that I was doing. When people walk up, they're like, you're a model. You've got to, you've got to be a model to be, you know, that brazen. And um, I wanted to shut off all the things that stigma, stereotypes that were given to me before. I wanted to just own myself and just be liked, loved for who I am, not my added, you know, um, hairstyle or, or clothing or whatever. And I feel like me being bald did that for me. Hmm. I, you know, you just have to accept me for who I am. And, um, here I am kind of, um, look versus anything else. So, yeah. Was it difficult trying to adjust, uh, to this country's social and cultural standards? Yes. I lost a lot of friends when I, when I went bald. Um, you know, I was, I was kind of like a, I was like a, token the black girl in the group that I was hanging out with in the, in the beginning and it's funny when they hear this they're like <laughs> but uh I was I I was I was the I was like chocolate barbie you know I had long hair and, and certain shape and um when I shaved it I got more attention than certain people in the group who went out for that and I didn't do it on purpose and they started to dwindle I started getting lesser invites um, so I think it was because I was so different and not fitting the mold of what they wanted, as well as I was getting the attention because I was so different. So it was those two juxtapositions that he couldn't um, fit in their life. And I, I lost friends. So I was just like, mm, well, you know, that's life. And they weren't meant to, to transcend with me. So it was okay. <laughs> I mean, I literally just did oh, my face a few that days ago. After that, I was like, I lost friends, and it was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did my big cut a few days ago, and I did it live on Twitter. And people were like, you actually did it. Well, that's cute. You have to go, like, get the side shaved again. Yeah, I like it. I would never go back. I love being bald. I love, I mean, even to the point where I'm like, dang, I wish I could, like, I could, if I was bold enough to get a laser, because I heard it, it hurts to get laser, I'd literally do that. I have no, me, have no affinity for hair. See, yeah, I'm worried about mosquitoes, because um, they Mosquito. get yeah, they get <laughs> they get you. No, he so, has like the fish's blood type they want. No, like in Alaska. So this is so in Alaska, the mosquitoes are literally like this big. Like, um, yeah, uh, and like they're aggressive. Like you can't just bug spray them away. They'll be like, oh, whatever. And so like, no, oh, in, in Alaska, yeah. no. I don't like mosquitoes, and they and I have juicy blood too, so I'm just like no. But you live in you in L. A. Right, so you're. I'm in L. A. But when I visit Nigeria, Nigeria, the mosquitoes in Nigeria are no joke. So yeah, I'm I smell like all the sprays, and I don't care because <laughs> I'm like you're not getting anything like at all. Was it hard for you to blend in like with like when you came here to America with you being from Africa? Was it hard to blend in with black people, or you know, was it just like a jump right in for you? No, it wasn't jump right in. I tell, I say, I say this a lot, um, and it's funny. I, I had to learn Ebonics. I, I was in the hood in Philadelphia growing up. Um, it was a, it was a nice neighborhood, and all the older people left, and then all the younger people came in and turned into the hood. So I learned Ebonics just to fit in, um, which was was it was harder than learning a different language, which was easier for me. Because I was like, wait, why are we cutting this word off? That's not right. <laughs> it's just a word. Like, what are you doing? Speak okay. English. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, sup? All right. Or you not mean? Like, what does not mean mean? So, but... <laughs> Speak English. Um, so it was me doing all that kind of homework and still sounding like I didn't, I wasn't from here. But, um, but I always had this this resilience in me that I am going to be who I am. Mm. Um, I'm this African child and I'm not going to change anything about that. I will do some things to, to fit in a little bit more, but I will never lose um, my identity. Like I was like, my name is Obiegeliako, like period. What's your American name? My name is Obiegeliako, period. Um, I'm from Nigeria. I'm Nigerian child. Um, and so it was, it was a little bit, of homework to fit in, but yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't totally, um, into fitting in completely. So I had to do my, like a little bit of research because I was always so used to, um, Mala Lee being the voice actor. So I was actually amazed to find out that you had been in a few movies. Um, so during your rehearsal, um, I know it's not like a small feat to do rehearsing for lines. So how long or how often did you practice your lines? Every day, all day. I don't know. I don't know what everyone or any other actor does. But for me, um, repetition is a thing. I have to live. It's almost like method acting. I don't totally become the character, but the character and I live together. Um, which annoys the crap out of my mom, who <laughs> hears the line over and over and over and over again. And we're in the car, and she's like, seriously, the lines? I'm like, yep. <laughs> so every time I have a role, it's literally, um, I sleep with it. I record it, um, uh, like a voice memo, and I have a play as I'm sleeping. Someone in one of my acting classes like, that doesn't work. I'm like, well, it works for me, okay? Even if it's a mental thing, if my mind is like, 
telling myself that it's working for me, even if it doesn't technically work. It's my thing. I wake up saying the lines. I'm in the shower saying the lines. So those things and researching um, the character and, uh, you know, kind of finding a, a common blend between that character and myself or trying to understand that character um, are my techniques. And it's just it's 24 seven. Okay. Were there uh, obstacles you had to overcome in your acting career that made you swell with pride and joy? And if so, what were they? So, okay, growing up, um, you know, as a child growing up, you you don't have that much control, right? And then when you garner control, when I started to garner control, I, I locked onto it. Like, I can do things, I can say no, or I can, you know, control this and control that. So for me, I got so used to that, that my vulnerability door was like closed. I was like, vulnerable for why? <laughs> you know, and um, vulnerability was my, my uh, still to this day, challenge. And I was in um, a Meisner class, and I had to pick a, um, an example that would break my vulnerability. And it was about my grandmother and her passing. And I, I used that example, and I knew, first of all, the idea popped immediately when I was given the assignment, and I knew I was going to cry. And I was like, well, let me think of something else to do. But I couldn't think of anything else to do. My body's like, you got to do it. You're going to do it. And when I did it, I uh, I, don't, I didn't know when it was going to happen. So, But as I was in the example, it happened. And I was just like, wow, I, I did it. I didn't run from it. I didn't stop it. And I, I just sat in that vulnerability, that vulnerability. And ever since then, I've been able to kind of tap into it without being prideful and saying that, no, I'm not going to do it or no, um, I'm not going to let... I'm not going to let them see me cry because how can I be an actor and not let people see me cry? <laughs> but that was my challenge for so long and I finally got past it. And uh, like I said, it's still a challenge to, 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 to this day because um, there are roles that are still, I'm like, oh, we'll see. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I hate crying in front of people. I always like wait and walk away. People try to hug me for a different room. I'm like, I ain't gonna let you guys see me cry. It's not happening. Exactly. People try to hug me. I'm like, don't hug me. It's gonna, it's gonna fall. All the tears. Like, don't do it. So, but, uh, but yeah, it's something that I. That was one of my fears. One of the reasons why I was, I didn't get into acting training because people need to know your story, and then you have to delve into like some, some, some things in your past that connect. And I'm like, I don't want to do all that. But I finally did. And it's been good. I feel like that's like a thing for a lot of people too. Yeah. Like not everyone, especially with like how society is with men, it's like you can't cry, can't yeah. cry. That's that's no, got to be manly. Oh y'all yeah. ain't y'all ain't never gonna catch me crying. First of all, I'm a grown ass man. No. Oh, <laughs> No, like First time I'm with you, blurred. I'm gonna get you drunk. And I'm gonna find the sappiest thing to see if you can cry. There, there, I was, I wasn't crying at a, I, when I was at Dragon Con. I wasn't crying at the bar, but I was like, I was whining a lot because they kept get, trying to get me drunk, and I was already drunk, and I was already like Spider Man running. It was a lot. I don't know. It was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> uh, so there's a there's there's a video somewhere. Nobody wants to tell me where it is, but there's a video on the internet somewhere of me running around Atlanta as drunk Spider Man. Really need oh, that. 
I need to see that video. I need to see that video. I need to find that. Cry, I don't know. I, I agree, though. I agree with you. When it comes to, like... Um, when it comes to, when it comes to like being vulnerable, you know, you, you want to, you want to tell yourself that you're the most invincible thing in the world, but then there's always that one time, that one instance, that dark place, that, that particular moment, you know, that really gets you going. Like, and I agree with you, Nainers, when it comes to men, you know, they tell us don't cry. And, you know, I mean, we cry, um, in silence, you know, behind, you know, fatty foods and sport, uh, lost sports games, but you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, I, yeah, that's that's a thing with y'all, for real. Did you just cry? Is he paying your bills? <laughs> <laughs> so why are you crying? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> All right, that's pretty good stuff. That Apex stuff. So many know Lifeline's voice as Mella Lee. We, you got to voice her for season three of Apex. What all were you feeling? Definitely excited, right? Uh, nervous. That was my number one. Um, Yeah, excited, but I was definitely nervous. I I love Singtel. I love Vampire Night. And when I started, right, 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 right. Exactly. exactly. But anyway, when I discovered who I'd step in, you know, whose shoes I step into, I was just like, what? Okay, no pressure, no pressure. And um, I was honored. I was honored. And and I just literally started researching her as I do with any role that I have and uh, found how brilliant she was in her stages of um, voice acting and acting in general. And then uh, the commonality of um, humbleness and just wanting to be good and give back and then being the best she could be in her role. So I was just like, all right, well, I got you, girl. I'm going to, you know, hold this lifeline flag high and um, do the best that I could. And I and I felt like I did. And, and it was just, it's just been beautiful ever since. Was that the same way with uh, Bloodhound as well? Bloodhound, you know, Bloodhound was uh, very exciting for me because, it's this non-binary character that's still yet to be discovered with an accent that I was like, ooh, let me get this right. Um, but I felt the spiritual side. That was my connection um, uh, in doing things in honor of the gods and uh, just being badass. So, yeah, that one was way more, less nervous because I was just like, I'm just going to be badass and spiritual. So, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Now, since you were talking about connection, that actually flows well with the next uh, next question. Yes. Um, did you feel a connection with Lifeline as you did with uh, Bloodhound, or did a connection to the character develop the more you did lines for her? Uh, there's a combination of the two. Initially, I felt a connection with her because I'm starting off in my modeling career, acting career, muse ship or whatever, I was a black sheep. You know, Africans, you come into uh, a new country or come into America, there are lawyers, doctors, business people, six-figure jobs and such. And I was like, I'm going to be a creative. <laughs> I'm going to do the arts and go from there. And so just like how she left her family and, you know, the big, corporation that was going against people and went into a a, a hermetic position to help people is the same way that I'm using my muse ship to be um, a philanthropist 
So everything, every monetary gain and notoriety that I have goes back to philanthropy so that whoever knows me and whatever money I get, yes, I sustain my living and, and enjoy because I like my stilettos here and there, but <laughs> goes into <laughs> goes into charity. So I feel like her and I are, are the same. You know, I can, I go out into the fields of the world to help people as she goes out into the fields to literally give uh, life. So I was like, yes. AJ Shea, so. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Um, where am I? What's it like working with the other voice at the Apex Legends team? They were fun. I mean, the, the whole team was very, um, it was very comfortable to work with them. They're very... Like, what do you need? Making making everything very easy, especially the full mocap outfit and suit. Uh, that was exciting to do. And they were literally, I felt like everyone was picked. That They were very, very in sync with their characters. Um, I mean, Mars Crane, who was Gibraltar in Caustic, he's literally this huge guy. And when he was doing all this, especially with... Um, uh, Gibraltar when he was doing you know the Pacific Islander like whole hand motions and voice I was like whoa I could totally see it when I was watching the trailer I was like I remember that that was amazing um and then uh, Crypto and and Johnny they're, they're just they're just like one I was like you found Crypto so that was that was super cool and Mirage is hilarious um, Roger Craig Smith that plays him is exactly, they're, they're one and two. They're, he was making jokes in between um, <laughs> us doing our scene. So I was just like, oh, you are him. Got it. So yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. It was exciting. It was, it didn't feel like work. It just felt like we all came together, to, you know, to, to go out and, and, and do our thing. So, yeah. So I noticed you uh, work with action moves for Lifeline. Is that something you've got to have a lot of fun with? Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I was like, yes. <laughs> um, I mean, I got to, so I'm not like, oh, let's shoot guns, but I got to shoot some guns. <laughs> that was awesome. You should have seen because everyone was on set. I was like, oh my gosh, she's really excited. My eyes got big. I'm like, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. I kept asking, when are we going to do it? When is it happening? And it felt great. So when I saw it later on, the moves, I was like, yeah. It was, it was, it was everything. I literally released. I was shooting all my exes now. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And she did it. <laughs> she went there. I mean, I mean, at some point in every woman's life, there's that murder thought going through their head with their ex. That's not okay. <laughs> That's called premeditated murder. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know, just a little, just a little, just a little arm off here. Oh, the blur there. does not sponsor this message. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, it was very exciting to do the action shots and to, um, you know, just run around, jump off, land. Everything was was thrilling. I, I love. Um, I do. I do right now some uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu for a movie that's coming out next year, and I'm doing some staff work for another uh, potential movie. So adding uh, gun work with Movie Gun Guy and just just getting myself into it was thrilling. You know, I was at the scenes 
I was doing with the guys, I was the only female on set. So I'm like, come on, I'm, I'm, I'm as big as you. I can do this. You know, I'm as tough. And, and then I was. And I was tougher. So. <laughs> Me. We push skins out from between our legs. We're pretty much indestructible. A whole life, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> life. Yeah, you got that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're talking about how Mirage is funny, which is one of the uh, fan questions. Ninja mm. Senpai wanted to know, is the voice actor for Mirage just as silly as his character in your own opinion? Just as silly just as fun and really quick with it. Like he's just spewing out jokes left and right. And I'm like, is that in the script? And then I'm looking up and I'm like, no, that's just him. He's just doing his thing. And it was perfect. Um, I can hang out with him. I'm like, yeah, we can grab beer. We can hang out and be us or be them. And he's exactly just like Mirage. I want to have to meet him. <laughs> yeah, you do. He, he's, he's, I was just like, wow. I'm like, oh my God, you're, he's, he's so good. He was so good. I was watching him do his thing and it's just, it's like nothing for him. So, yeah. And then the next one from a fan uh, would be Kizzy wants to know how you got the role for Lifeline. Like how that dropped into your lap. Well, um, Kizzy, I have a really great team behind me, and I told my team that I've always wanted to, well, let me start from the fact that I model, I act, I do other things, I curate experiences, I'm a poet, and people can see me as maybe like, not even in a bad way, but like, oh, she's in this fashion world, she does this, but only when you get to know me, get to know how silly I am and how much of like gamer and I love dressing up, cosplay and I love cartoons and anime and all of that stuff. So when I procured this team that represents me, I told them that first day, like I want to be in action movies. I want to be in sci-fi movies. I want to be in video games, all that. And then she was like, really? <laughs> she like looked at me and I'm all dolled up, dressed up and stuff. And I was like, yes, I'm going to do all of that. So they knew it, and they went out and, and seeked and, and kept an air out, and the, the, the role dropped in my lap. I did go out for it uh, previous to me getting it, and I didn't get it, and I was really bummed. I was like, oh, man, I didn't do a good job. So by the time I went back a second time, I was so relaxed. I was like, listen, this is what you're going to get. You got, you can't see this kitty, but this is what you're going to get. I'm just going to lean back into the role. You know, I'm going to do my little Caribbean thing, and... And I guess because there was some really good competition, and I guess um, I was loosened up. I was vulnerable with that vulnerability, you know. And I got the role. Um, so, what advice would you give to someone that wants to get into voice acting, acting, or modeling in general? Advice. Um, I would say do your homework. Really know to to not not waste because you do learn from your mistakes, but um, it took me some time before I really sat in the niche that I am in now and, and how I want people to see me and what my brand is. And so really do your homework on who do you want to be? Who do you want um, people to see? And I looked at people that I aspire to be parallel to and what they did. 
and um, and started molding my life around that. If you need pictures, go get the pictures. If you need to be on whatever forums that will see you, or if you don't have representation, you know, at, go in and investigate on what kind of things you have to do, and then definitely be persistent, patient. Patience is the key because nothing happens overnight. Um, and then be self-confident in what you're trying to do uh, because people do feel that and people do see that and just, just stay humble. So, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Nader. No, 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 you're good, you're good because I was literally about to send it over to you if you had any more questions since we have like 10, 15 minutes left no, before yeah. she has to get ready for that event. Yeah, so like what do you, so when it comes to acting, like what do you want to yeah. do? Like what, what roles do you want to play? Who do you want to work with? in the future going forward. Cause there's a lot, like you got Marvel studios coming out with stuff. DC's trying to push stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, right there. <laughs> like, we're, we're, like, who do you want to, who do you want to be? If you could just, if you could land a role based on skill alone, who do you want to be? Storm. <laughs> Facts. There it is. Boom. Storm. I want to be Storm. I want to do Storm well. Storm has not, had justice. <laughs> she has been not. I mean, like, yeah, I would, I would love to be Storm. Obviously, a dormilage for uh, Black Panther. Let me join the troops and do that. And then I want to create a new character. I want to be the new whomever for you know, um, a comic hero. Uh, I want to be a bald badass hero out there, you know, saving the day and showing little girls that you can be outside of the norm and be beautiful and and brave and and and, and not have to worry about societal societal norms. So yeah. Who did you, you know what I think she would rock? Who? Vixen. Facts! <gasps> Facts! Nobody has done Vixen justice. Facts! I I yes. have been waiting for a good Vixen forever. Can we put that out into the atmosphere, please? Let's put that in. Last time Vixen was good was on the cartoon in Justice League Unlimited. I need yes. Vixen to be fired. Yes. And I don't even think they're having her on Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is like... Oh, who's cosplaying her? Me. Me, this one. Like, okay. I need Vixen. Like, oh, DC needs to get their life together, but that's another episode for another time. I'm not even going to go into it. <laughs> We're just going to have to flood their phones. How like, about that? that would be dope. Yes. Like, to have a good Vixen. Yes, exactly. If, if Marvel can give us Black Panther, DC could give us Vixen, I would love for you oh, to play yeah. Vixen. I'm telling my agent, I got y'all. I would I love I mean, DC you is this. giving us Birds of Prey, and Vixen was part of the Birds of Prey. At one yes. point, yeah. They didn't ask her in the movie. So, yeah. DC, we have your actors. Yep. Yeah. Hey, right here, Ophelia Liaco. If you want to get into the folds and then and be beautiful and be amazing, be in there. So, <laughs> when it comes to acting, like, who did you pull inspiration from? For like, you know, who did you get? Who did you get motivated from when it came when it came to your acting and your modeling and your modeling? Um. Well, acting wise, Angela Bassett. Yes, Queen is my everything because. Not only does she, um, she's phenomenal in everything that she does, but she's very calculated in what she, which, what role she chooses to play. She doesn't do everything. She's not out there just doing everything. She's like, I'm going to be powerful and beautiful and remembered in every role. And she is that. I mean, she's a queen, you know, she's, well, waiting to exhale, she was burning cars, but <laughs> that's the <laughs> role. Okay, she shaved her head, she cut her head, and she was different from the t- 
from the mold and she showed her friends how difference was amazing. Um, you know, she played the heck out of some Tina Turner. Okay. Yes. So I just, Stella got her groove back. I was like, Oh my God, my mom's name is Stella. So her and I watched it together. She's my best friend. And it was just, um, it was just all these powerful roles that she's been playing. And that's what I want. I want to leave. I want to leave a legacy of, of strength with beauty and, and, and wisdom. So Angela Bassett. Now, modeling, Grace Jones. I'm not as androgynous as Grace Jones. There are friends of mine who are Grace Jones, more Grace Jones-esque, but I can be as such when I'm doing certain kind of photo shoots. But again, it's that it's that strength over hard times and being able to mold yourself into into something and someone that, you know, a struggling young black woman, young black girl can look up to. I had, um, I, there's this amazing health food store and restaurant that I like that I went to before when I lived not close to it. And now I'm going to go to Avidly, but I went there the other day and they sent me a message on Instagram and they said, Oh my gosh, you're amazing. Um, and my cousin loves you. And I was like, oh, my, that's so amazing. That's beautiful. And she's like, yeah, you're a beautiful representation of what she's trying to grow up to be. Mm. And she's in Trinidad. So I was like, oh, my God, I have fans in Trinidad? First of all, but my whole objective, that monetary gain and that notoriety for philanthropy is also to, to show, if not multitudes, one black girl, one young black girl that, you can be, and you you are a queen, and you can be whatever you want to be. Thanks. So, those two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two for me were that. Besides my mother, Grace Jones and Angela Bassett, man, that's that that's that beautiful triangle right there. And so I seen on your Instagram uh, story, um, you were showing modeling pictures. Like the level, the level of slay is god level. I was like, oh my god, what and is this? Slay. Slay the slay. I was like, oh God, take me now. Like the level of slay. Nader's rolling her eyes because like I I don't know, like I have a thing for women's fashion, and Nader's like, oh here he goes. I promise I won't rant. I promise. (laughs) I won't go on a tangent. I'm like, I have a thing for men's and women's fashion. You can see my closet. Like how how extensive is your portfolio? Like how many professional photographers and models ha- uh, models have you actually you know worked with throughout your career? Matter of fact, how long? Because we never asked, how long have you been doing modeling? Uh it's been it's been ten years strong, ten years plus strong. I've I've always. You know, even when I was working with the TV network, I dabbled in um, just taking pictures here and there. Again, a makeup artist took me under her tutelage and showed me the, some ropes. But um, I, the last six years professionally, where, you know, I got paid good money and all that kind of, I got to work with um, photographers and people that took me seriously. And then definitely when I shaved my head, it was just like floodgates. Like everyone was like, oh my gosh, I can see your face. I can see your cheekbones. And you, you know, and I started seeing that um, pronounced like African, just carved 
beauty, and this is not me <laughs> complimenting myself, but because I see this, you know, I'm a reflection of my other model friends, and I'm like, oh my gosh, and I'm like, but that's you too. And um, I, 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 you know, it's it's been a while, but I'm I'm always ever changing. I'm always elevating and growing, and um, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Professional images that I have and professional work that I have, it's uh, it's a lot. My brand manager and my publicists they're like, listen, give us your phone so we can post and put out this and that. And I'm like, no, I need to do it myself. But I have I have I have a ton of content and a ton of things that um, you guys will get to see soon. That's dope. Yeah, I'm excited to see that dress and that makeup tonight. Yeah, yes, yes. Amazing. the slay. I'm yeah. telling you, her level of slay is god level. Yo, like yeah. killing. Wait till god like. Uh, thank you. Halloween's coming up, and um, I've got if it all works out, I've got I've got some good surprises for you all. Oh, that's gonna be dope. Yeah. And so when it comes, okay, so and you being a blurred, right? You being a blurred. I have two questions. I have two. I have two. I have two important questions that are always hot debate, uh, hot topics in in the blurred community. One, uh, is it hard for you to date being a nerd? Ah, uh, see, it's not. Hard. Okay, date. So when when a, when a, when someone when a guy sees me, it's the aesthetics draws you in. And then there's a thought process of, are you bougie? Then I open my mouth and I'm silly and it's like, oh, she's cool. Then I start talking about things. And if they're not, <laughs> if they're not into anime, if they're not into cartoons, if they're not into comics and all that, and just, you know, I like to read a lot too, fantasy books and, and sci-fi. Then into all that, I'm going to get bored. It's not, it's not, it's not them. It's going to be me. And, yeah, yeah, I guess that's all I'll say, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I find a way to, like, save them, but I'm like, no, yeah, it's kind of hard. Kind of hard to date. So, but, uh, and my next question is, do you online game? And if so, like, have you ever been harassed by the community? No, that's that that's that that's it. Like like have you ever been harassed? Like you know, you come on and you're like, hey guys, we're we know where we dropping in and they're like, is this oh, a girl? girl. Yeah, oh, like yeah. Number? Because my you know, if I wake up in the morning, my voice is raspy, they're like, Oh, like what's your name? Where are you from? <laughs> or I'm I'm talking in character, oh like you know, it's like you you are you close? Do you want to do you want to do this in person? Do you want to like I can fly you out? Like what? I'm okay. How so, like how? Let me just beat your ass in this game real quick. So how wild? Say. How wild is it though that like these guys are talking trash to or trying or sexually harassing like the voice of you know what I'm saying like the voice of the yeah. character? There's some one of their some of their favorite characters. Like they don't even know. Like you know like you show up in the chat and they're talking shit and then all of a sudden it's like oh that was oh. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, dang, if I only knew beforehand, I might not have said half of the things that I said. Right? I, uh, yeah, that's that's their bad, you know. That is hilarious. Like the situation with McCree's voice actor, and he was playing Overwatch, and they're like, "You're not McCree. There's no way. Mm-hmm. You're trash." It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Over the Twitch, right? Like, oh, 
has it that, has that ever happened to you with Lifeline? Like you tell people like, oh, this is, and they're like, no, no, it's not. It can't be. Like, have you ever done that? Yeah, yeah I have. And, and and they're like, well, 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 okay, 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 say this line. Or, 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 or talk about Lifeline. I'm like, uh. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, I guess. Uh, can, can, can I see you? Can, we're, we're, you want to go out? Like, can, I'm like, all right, guy, no. <laughs> Time for you to calm down. Yes, that must, all the time. That must be crazy. It's so like, so how often do you online game? Like, well, you know, you guys know that I'm moving right, moving ish now, so I haven't um, done so recently. But I'd say a couple times a week. Hmm. Yeah. On the my brother, my brother's a my brother's a really big gamer, and so him and I. Uh, that's even how I started into gaming. So let me tell you my origin story. I was hoping you guys asked me that origin story, but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Did we miss that question? Did we honestly miss that? Let's go. Yo. So my origin gaming story is hilarious. So Super Mario Brothers 3, I think it was, and um, we, were in, we were home just all chilling and playing. My father got, her, got it for us for Christmas. And my youngest brother, who's my best best friend, one of my best friends, and uh, he would pray while my other brother, who was right underneath me, would play. And we would all we would play all the way like King Koopa Land. We would never get past the eye. Like we would never be able to battle him because I guess my brother just said it because he wasn't praying hard enough. But <laughs> so my love. <laughs> My love, I still to this day have not beaten Super Mario Brothers 3 wow. to this day. And I will not play it because if we didn't play it when my brother was praying, how can I play it and and and, and beat it now? <laughs> Even though I'm like a gamer. That's my that's my origin story. Like I was like, you know what, now I'm gonna have to beat badass and I'm gonna have to beat everyone and everything. I love like playing guys specifically to like Mortal Kombat, Tekken, Street Fighter, all that because Street you know, I'm like, yeah, Street Fighter, yes. Street Fighter. I know. Oh school. Are you trying to, <laughs> hold on, wait, are you trying to you trying to run a fade? What's up? <laughs> I'm I'm great. And don't complain when I use one move on you and kick your butt. Okay, if the one move works, <laughs> all right, that's the complaint that I get. That's all yes, cap. All cap. All cap. All cap. All cap, no facts. He said, "If I beat you with one move, all cap." Wow. All right. So you just right. you just use Ken and do like Shoruken like the whole game. Is that what that is? Like, okay. yo, get around the Shoruken then. Wow. Oh, okay. So you just need a fade ram. That's fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> Thanos level. Just you know, show up. You know, blow up your house. Sit on your front porch. You know, I, I got you. Yeah. So PlayStation yeah. then. That's what you play. PlayStation, Xbox. Yeah. And then I do I do VR too. A lot of VR. I used to work with uh, Oculus back in the day before oh, wow. VR was a thing. So yeah, all that good stuff. That's dope. That's dope. Now, in regards to fighting games, have you played Darkstalkers or Bloody Roar? No, don't tell me anything. No, not yet. But I have a friend who has, and I'm like, oh, I'm excited. Once I get all of this situated behind me, I'm back in. No, here's the real gaming question. Yes. Are you getting Pokemon Sword or Shield? That is a good question. <sighs> oh, are you taking a minute? Hold on. That's <laughs> <laughs> the other day because he's Pokemon everything. Um, sword. All right. 
right. Redemption. Okay. <laughs> For that one move, that one Street Fighter move, the whole game. Redemption. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. So what, like, when it comes to, so when it comes to, um, what is <laughs> Hadouken the whole game? <laughs> do you? Do, uh, do you? Are there roles that you like? What role? Like what roles would you not take? What would it take for you to say I'm not doing that? Gaming or acting? Hmm. Hey. Hey. retelling of of African African American history I'm I'm not gonna be anyone's slave in a movie you know you can take for her uh, yeah I'm just in it yeah I know no I'm not gonna be bottom anything um that's 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 for the most part and then well because I love Skeleton Key. I don't know if you ever see, saw that horror movie. And playing a voodoo priest or priestess, sure, but for bad, no. Playing a witch, bad. When I'm when I'm a villain, I I do villain last as much as possible, mm-hmm. as much as possible. And I definitely, I definitely, I mean, because like Harriet is out and and. I mean, if you give me the role of Harriet, I'd be like, well, it's Harriet. But I couldn't be, I, I, don't, I don't, I can't do, I can't do slave role. Just couldn't. I'd be pissed the entire <laughs> I guess I mean, that'd be the point, though, right? <laughs> Tell me, do one more thing. One more time. One more thing. They're like, cut, cut. And I'm like, it's not cut. <laughs> like, it's like, y'all want to revolt? You know it's a movie, right? Like, <laughs> I know, I know. They'd be like, all right, I know you're a method actor. I need you to come out. Come yeah. out. So, all right. So, no, 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 12, no 12 Years a Slave and no Fifty Shades of Grey. Got it. Too easy. What? <laughs> what? Wait, Fifty Shades of Grey is another she yeah, said she didn't want to be. She said she didn't want to be bottom anything. So I was like, Fifty Shades. That's... Uh, it's a little different. Let's leave Fifty Shades out of that. Box. Oh, okay. Yeah, she needs to come. <laughs> hey, you need to book her for After Dark. Okay. You book her for After. She might have to come through again, ready to revolve that door. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Shiva and Charlie would be down for that. Oh and yeah, definitely. It's been a while since I've been on After Dark. I should properly hop in there with my nephew. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is one or two more minutes, Blair. Do you have anything else you want to go over? Man, I do not. I oh no. The real question is how good <laughs> okay. how, how good are you at Apex? That's the real question. Um, I'm badass. Try me. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's, I, that's all. I, I, you know, you good. You got it. I, I would, you know, <laughs> you got it. I just, you know, I just wanted to know. You know, don't run my face. I, I'll catch you in Street Fighter. I, I, I'm a competitor. Oh, okay. You know, love. When it comes to competitions, like, I'm, I'm trying to win. Okay, so yeah. No, nah, no, nah, you know what? Okay, so uh, one one last question. How good are you? You guys gonna see my face. I'm like, what's up, how, how good are you at Smash Brothers? You. Oh. <laughs> oh, 
thought she was talking shit for two seconds. Oh, no, 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 shut no, no. it down. Let me, let me, let me uh, finish unpacking and then we, we, we can go get it. Oh, you, you sure? You sure? Because I'll run you the spring coat. I'm going to run you the spade. Like, are you sure you want right. to do that? Are Let's you sure? Are you sure? Super, I am sure. Super Smash no, Brothers, are you no. sure? I am sure. Hey, look, the Switch is portable, so I'm trying to figure out why I got to wait. Come on. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I know you got stuff to do tonight, but I mean, the weekend, you know, the weekend is fun time. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a portable device. We're going to have to die. The weekend, yeah, though, We're going to have to live stream that. We're going to have to live stream yeah. that. Blurb you. <laughs> Yo, that's going to be a live stream. Yo, but ask, I'm out, I'm, I'm out of questions. I'm out of questions. This is great. All right, I have one last question. It's a simple question since it's 8 o'clock. Since you're into cosplay, will you cosplay Lifeline and Bloodhound at some point? I will. All right. Awesome. All right, Blair, you want to close out so we can uh, get off here and she can get doing her uh, thing, being fabulous and sway? Alright, so alright everybody, it's your boy Jonathan D'Angelo, aka Johnny D. Nainer's cosplay. We have been joined by the amazing OBA Gali Aku. And it has been an, an incredible Blurview session. Thank you for the honor and the privilege. Yeah, we definitely hope to get you on After Dark. I yeah, definitely plan on After Dark. I definitely plan on running that fade in Super Smash Brothers all day. You know, still, you know, all day. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we will see you guys next episode. Peace. We are yeah, out of here. We are done.